Yeah, no, um, I took interest in music at a very early age. I remember um, being six or seven years old and my mother insisted that my sister and I take piano lessons. And, um, you know, I grew up in Canada, I'm Canadian. So it, uh, I remember having to go to the lady that was, you know, a few communities over to her house after school and it was very cold and I hated having to walk to her house to take the piano lessons. So I told my mother, I really don't want to do piano anymore. But <clears throat> she said, well, what else do you think you'd like to do? And I, I remember thinking that um, I wanted to play guitar. My next door neighbor uh, was a little older than I was and he had an electric guitar and I just remember you know, back then, you got to remember, this is seventy something, right? And there was you know, having an electric guitar that you could actually hold with the curly cable, and the you know, that was a big deal. And uh, I just used to go over and beg him if we could just turn it on, so I could just you know jangle the strings. And uh, one day, this same neighbor knocked on my door and said, "Here, take these records." I, my mother is insisting that I give up these records. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I'm looking down, and it's the Kiss records, and there was Rock and Roll Over and Destroyer. And he says, my mother is insisting I throw these out. So you take them, and if she asks, you don't have them. So he used to come over to my house to listen to the records. That's where I started to listen to Kiss. That was the beginning. Uh, my first experience buying music was, uh, we used to, in Canada they had this thing called the Pop Store, and it was just sodas and we used to go to the pop store every week and get a, a refill on pop soda and next to the pop store was the uh the record store and so i used to say dad dad can i go next door and look at the records and i go right to the kiss section and i would see all these records that i never knew existed so i saved up and my first record that i bought was a live one and that was i mean it pretty much uh it pretty much took over my entire existence. I used to lay all the records out in front of me. I'd open the gatefolds and I'd be like, I am going to be Kiss and that's it. And my mother, well, what if that doesn't work out, Jason? I mean, don't you have a backup? No, I'm going to be Kiss. That's what I'm going to be. Okay, well, just, you know, might be good to have a backup. But no. <laughs> so here I am. Uh, so tell me your first guitar. Is that the first instrument you played? The, yeah, well, I mean, I went through uh, uh, um, drums first. Actually, I uh, I don't remember how I got locked into a drum kit, but I was just so obsessed with the idea of being in a band, being in a rock band, that I, I asked my dad, who was very generous, uh, I just wanted everything. I want a bass guitar, I want a drum kit, I want electric guitars, I want the whole thing, so I could have people come over and sort of be in my band, you know. Um, imagine that, a control free guitar player. <laughs> um, so I started on drums and I think that uh, any guitar player that you know has history, has history of having started as a drummer, has an extra sense of rhythm and I think that that, that helped me uh, in my playing as a guitar player to have that kind of sense of rhythm or counter rhythm, you know. Yes, my, my, first, well, my first guitar was, uh, was a Sigma acoustic that we bought at the store. Sigma was a kind of a junior brand of Martin. But my first electric guitar, my dad brought home from Sears, um, which is a department store in Canada. And I think it was about 45 bucks. He brought, brought that home with a little amp 
and uh, it was a Les Paul copy, and uh, that was the beginning, really. I had everything I needed to start my own band and tortured my friends to come over and rehearse with me. One of, one of the first bands I had was called Fusion. Now, you got to remember, this is like grade six, okay? Fusion, and uh, I'll see if I can tie this together for you real quick, but the keyboard player in that band is now a film director, and I just did a cameo in one of his films called Z. How many ever years later? So anyway, that's all. Oh, that's cool stuff. That's all tied together. He's very successful. Invited me to come and be in his film. This is a Sony Pictures, like a full real thing. So anyway, the band was called Fusion, and like I said, we might have been seven or eight years old at the time. Um, his name is Jonathan Wright, and he's Canadian. Uh, great guy. So anyway, that was it. I just put all these little funky bands together all the way through uh, junior high and high school, uh, playing battle the bands. And then I started look, started sneaking into clubs. I thought I really want to be in a bar band. That's a that's the real deal. Like I want to be able to play in front of people in a in that setting. So I used to um, sneak into bars with boots on, a trench coat. I used to put like fake stubble on my face, and I was in, into it. And um, I used to go watch Phil X play. Do you know who Phil X mm -hmm. is? Um, who is my Canadian friend and, and, a, and a, an amazing guitar player, and he, he's now in Bon Jovi. But Phil had his band Flip City at the time, and I used to go sneak in to watch Phil, and I was just like, this guy's amazing. I gotta be like Phil. So uh, that was the beginning of that. I eventually got into my own local band. We worked very hard, wrote a bunch of songs, ended up getting signed to Electra Records in New York. And uh, after going through all the record-making process, they, we got dropped, which was pretty upsetting. From there, I decided I have two choices. I either give up music, stay in Canada, and do whatever I would do, or I'm going to take another swing at it, but I'm going to relocate to Los Angeles. So my dad gave me a couple hundred bucks. I packed my car, and I just deadheaded it for L.A. in my car from Canada. Um, and when I got to LA, I had one friend there who was crashing on couches, working odd jobs, and um, I was, I, I had my guitar and my amp, and I just said, I'm going to play with anybody that will have me. That was the pact that I made with myself, that I was just going to play guitar for everybody and anyone, and, and that's how I sort of got out there, you know, Mick. But I played in Mick Sway's band with Jeremy from Death Punch. Oh. That's how that whole thing started. Uh, Mick had a drummer, it was Jeremy, and I was just like, this guy's amazing. So when that band sort of fizzled out, I just remembered I'm gonna stay, f I w I'd like to keep Jeremy close to me because we had such a musical, you know, a great musical uh, companionship. Um, and from there, Jeremy and I started doing all kinds of different projects with different people. None of them went anywhere. But uh, we did do uh, and this, uh, my first solo album. Jeremy and I did together, and uh, that's kind of the that record ended up sort of being my audition for Death Punch. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy and I were pretty hell bent on the idea that we were going to do something together, 
but after having all these different bands uh, fail, um, I decided that I was going to go play for other people. That's when I kind of got the gigs with uh, Alice Cooper and Vince Neil and those kind of things. And uh, Jeremy's like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do without you, so I'm just going to go and join a heavy metal band. That's what I like to do, I like to play heavy metal. So he answered an ad in one of the local trades in LA, which was an ad that was placed by Zoltan, guitar player in Death Punch. The two of them started writing songs. I would come off the road with Alice Cooper or whatever at the time, and he'd be like, yeah, we're just working on material. And I'd be like, fuck, it's pretty good. The material's pretty good, I like it. And they found Ivan, and they were showcasing, and I saw the thing coming together without me, and it was kind of scary. I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to be part of this, you know? I mean, Jeremy was my, supposed to be in my band, not someone else's band. So anyway, they, they ended up getting signed, and I started hearing that they were having problems with the guitar player, and that's when I knew that's there's the opening, and I want it. So I started talking to the guys. We kind of had some meetings. I was like, um, they were like, look, we can't afford to pay you Alice Cooper's salary. I'm like, I don't care about the money. Um, money is easy, but I do want to be in a band. So I said, forget, you know, just let me let me be the guy. And that was at the beginning of the second record. So I moved into uh, Zoe's house with Jeremy and we slept on the floor and we made Wars Answer, which is just gone platinum by the way. You know, I, I just knew that if I got into the band, I would roll up my sleeves and work hard. That's really the only, you know, you got one shot. And I've always been a really hard worker, so I figured, you know, hard work pays off.